Hi, I'm Kevin. I'm an alcoholic and uh, blessed to be asked to be the speaker here this morning. In my experience, judging by the faces, I'm not that charismatic, and so I'm not going to try and entertain you for the whole hour and convince you that you should get, stay, and be sober forever. More nearly, um, I had a home group that was a step study. I went there for about 10 years, and um, I haven't been there in a long time, six or eight years, and um, I miss it. And so I thought I'd use my control issues to um, do a step two study out of um, Beth H's book, We Are Not All Egomaniacs. And so what I do, thought I'd do is I'll share the uh, screen and then um, I'll talk about it and we'll open it for discussion. And I'll put it in the chat too, in case that makes it easier for people to see. Paragraph one, we're not all egomaniacs adapted from the 12 steps for alcoholics with low self-esteem by Beth H, which is kind of a play on her last name is starts with an H hotel or Henry or something. And in step two, the AA version is came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. And the practical version is trusted that a healthy lifestyle was obtainable through social support and consistent self-improvement. But what we're really saying before we started drinking, recall that knowing we are adequate and worthy is fundamental to sane living. Restore is not really the right word here. If we have no memory of ever feeling good about ourselves, we have to learn it from scratch. I have a baby picture of myself smiling like, hello world, I'm here and I feel good about it. I have no memory of it, but I've been working on restoring myself to that. I accept it as a fact that I am intrinsically good, not perfect or infallible, and all this recovery work can allow that little light to shine again. Most days it does. So I have faith that it works. I've seen it in other alcoholics, and I have hope and faith in the process. Step two has been one of my favorite steps for a long time, and um, in that, um, you know, I'd go back and look at those old behaviors and try and explain it. I'm a big one for introspection, and um, you know, it, it turned out with step two, I didn't have to figure out the nature or nurture thing or go into deep self-psychoanalysis to figure it out, I was just insane. And so then I could be in the solution. And I found that really relieving. I, you know, I, I, um, I haven't given up all that insanity. I love this Tufts Newer group. And I go to them as much as I can, you know, which is what, you know, two, three, four times a day or something. And um, so I was at a yesterday at the early morning meeting and um you know i did some of that old behavior of there it is you know it's sort of a big event for me to get in here to be a speaker in front of 20 some people and i would like to be great and charismatic but uh you know so what's the last thing i did before the meeting it was i went off on a rant <laughs> yesterday morning and um
you know, sort of self-sabotaged and um, there's that way of creating distance instead of connection. I, I know now that my recovery is all about connection with others and, um, you know, finding love and support and acceptance. And, um, you know, so I just turned into this prickly porcupine and then, um, you know, I would alienate others where they got a chance to know me. And that's not how I want to show up in my life. You know, strangely enough, I know the day I went insane when I was a little five-year-old kid and lit my first match in a hay barn and the barn and the match burned my fingers. And I dropped the match. It burned the hay. It burned the barn to the ground. And um, a few hours later, my dad came home and he gave me a whopping like I never had in my life. And, um, you know, imagine a guy my size um, beating up a five-year-old kid with a club until the club broke and grabbing another one. And, um, you know, the family lore was I was a pyro, though there was no talk about how maybe um, the older siblings shouldn't have given a five-year-old kid matches and run off or um, that they shouldn't have... Parents shouldn't leave their kids unsupervised in a hay barn with matches. You know, it was, I was a pyro. And, um, you know, I don't know about the day I've been restored to sanity. I'm a lot closer to it than how I used to be. And um, one of the things Tusnu has done is they started that neurodivergent meeting on um, Sundays and Boy, that makes a lot of sense to me. You know, I, I would probably be, you know, self-diagnosis. I'm right there on the edge of the spectrum market, you know, fit in as being sort of asocial or <laughs> sit on the spectrum and, um, you know, have some issues. When I first got to recovery for a couple of years, I thought I was missing like a bonding molecule in my brain, like you know, dopamine or something where we connected with others, you know. First, I had to get past my self-pity and my terminal uniqueness and get to be a just a garden variety alcoholic. I really appreciate getting to be one of those. And um, then, um, you know, learning how to reach out and be of service and be vulnerable, you know. <laughs> That's new behavior for me for you know, being a jerk and then making amends. I used to be, I just drank to a blackout, wouldn't remember it, and it wasn't a problem. <laughs> you know, I didn't know why all those people were there, you know, pissed off that there was their issue. And, um, you know, I had actually like trained myself to not be very good with face recognition. <laughs> so that way I could, um, you know, just talk to the hand, you know, pretend not to remember or truly have been blacked out and not remember my interactions with others. And uh, I've got a fair memory. I, I do what's much better with facts and figures than I do with faces and names. But um, yeah, I, I, um, I don't know. I practice not remembering. I mean, like deliberately practice not remembering faces. So that way, um, I don't know it would be somehow, you know, in my insanity, that would be some form of protection or what have you. And um, so, yeah, so I've been restored to 
Well, it's closer to Saturday. I'm coming up on uh, a week or two ago. I got the longest amount of sobriety I've had. I started going to meetings after rehab 23 years ago. Pretty much went more or less continuously since then. And um, 10 years ago, I fell out at six years and eight months. And here it is, 10 years later, I'm finally back up to six years, eight months, and a week or whatever. And um, that's certainly, um, yeah, I don't want to have to go another 10 years before I get to here. So I'm going to work on staying sober. But anyway, um, I'm going to turn it over with that and um, hear about you guys and how you were insane or more better yet, being the solution and how you got restored to sanity and um, how it's a work in progress. And we'll go from there. So thanks for the meeting.